a little story to me. What you mean? Wants to tell you a little story. This happened to me yesterday, just yesterday. The macho man was hungry. Thought he'd get himself a little Wendy's and went down the Wendy's. Yeah. Opened up the app. But my order ain't gonna get a Dave single for a dollar. Can only do it through the app. But the order wouldn't go through. Nah, the macho man wasn't happy. No, wasn't happy. So I pull up. Do the drive-thru! And I say, is something wrong with the app? You're not taking orders through the app. And they said, no, we can't take orders through the app. So I proceed to give them my order. And they said, you can't get the dang single. It's only can do it through the app. But they won't accept an orders through the app. So I said, never mind. The macho man drove down the street. Yeah, drove down the street. To the next closest Wendy's. But when the macho man got in line, he waited ten minutes. He waited ten minutes. And the line didn't move. Yeah, it was the last person in line. So the macho man gave up and he backed on out of there. And he deleted the app from his phone. Yeah, I'm not going to use that app anymore. I'm not going to go to Wendy's. I've given up on Wendy's, you're dead to me. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm not going back to Wendy's. Well, it sounds. That really happened. That sounds to me like you did more work than anyone should ever do for Wendy's in the first place. You know, I didn't expect you to come in here with the cold, hard facts, Nick, but you seem to have done it. I can't even remember the last time I've been to Wendy's. You know, I just, it was there, it was just there, and I had the order ready, and I thought, you know, maybe this, and honestly, this is not the first time that the app hasn't worked. If you go on Google, I don't know about Apple, okay? I mean, I use an Apple phone for work, who cares? If you go on the Google Play Store, and you look at the Wendy's app and the rating, you know what the rating is? 2.7 out of 5 stars, 2.7, okay? That's pretty low. It's a, it's a very low score, right? Uh, and there's a reason for it. It like often doesn't work, or the store can't accept mobile orders, or whatever. There's always a problem with it. And so I I opened up the app store. I was like, I'm gonna leave a bad review on the on the Wendy's app. And I get in there and I click on reviews, and it and it says like leave a review. And I click leave a review. And guess what? Your boy already left a review. <laughs> I had forgotten, and I'd left a one star review like a couple of weeks ago because I was kind of going through the same thing about this Wendy's app. And uh, and so I was like, well, good on you, past Ben. You did it right. Ain't nothing changed. Left it a one star. Didn't change anything. I said everything I needed to say back then. And um, and so, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Not going to Wendy's anymore. Did you know this is a podcast about movie trailers? You're clearly not sponsored by Wendy's also. Look, you can you can have that that, that funny um, Twitter account Wendy's, but it doesn't make your doesn't make you good. Yeah, you're no Culvers. You're no Culvers. Uh, what else are you not? Oh, cops! You're not cops. Yeah, well, nothing is cops. You're not David's Burgers out of Little Rock. Yeah, Arkansas. Not I don't know. To me, they're all inferior to cops. So we already hit the top here. Hefner's in Cedarburg is pretty good. 
I hurt myself at cops, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, well, it's a, it does damage. It hurts you. It's not a forgiving the, place. There was a song about that one time. It hurts so good. I, I remember the song. Come on, baby, make it hurt. So, I love that song. That's a great song. Tis. Nick, I haven't... Um, I haven't watched her or like done hardly anything except work this past week. But um, one of my friends introduced me to a new podcast called Dudesy. Have you listened to Dudesy yet? I downloaded it, but we were discussing this earlier because I, I looked it up because you and Missy were talking about it. And I, I was delighted to find that one of the hosts is Will Sasso, who back when Vine was still a thing, created one of my favorite things of all time, which is his uh, weird lemons vines that he did, where he would just be like, <laughs> lemons! And then, like, lemons would, like, appear in his mouth and he'd spit them out. It was stupid, but it's really, really funny. It was. Uh, Will Sasso, I was not familiar with Will Sasso until this this podcast. Um, he might be one of the funniest people I've ever heard in my entire life. He was on Mad TV back in the day. Yeah, like in the early aughts. Uh, this this show got, this, uh, I don't know, that we, we don't plug too many podcasts on this podcast, but... Uh, Dudesy is a show that is the it's um, I don't want to say it's formatted, but uh, it's basically written by an AI. So all the bits are created by an AI, and and it, and it makes scripts and stuff for these two guys to read. Will Sasso being one of those guys, and so it'll be like, here are some advertisements that I have created. Uh, the Dudesy AI will say this, and but and so you have to do these ads as like Jesse Ventura. Uh, and so Will Sasso will read this stuff and it is like, I, I nearly had to pull over my car because I was laughing so hard. I've never laughed at a podcast like this. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely don't listen to it with your kids, obviously. Uh, but it is the voices that Will Sasso can do and the stuff that this AI comes up with is some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard in my life. Um, so I, there's three episodes out right now. It's, it's brand new. It guys, it is so. And if you're a fan of wrestling in any form or fashion, you will love this because Will Sasso does a bunch of wrestler voices. Oh my god, so good! Well, I love Will Sasso, so and I've downloaded all the episodes, so I just have to listen to it. I was on a there's a podcast I've been listening to called Canadian True Crime, which is hosted by an Australian who lives in Canada. But I've discovered there's a whole entire secret, separate world of Canadian podcasts. Oh yeah, there really like, is. Yeah, I, I've been like getting into all these canadian podcasts lately because first of all it's completely separate like i don't know any of this stuff uh canada's a very strange place i've been yeah. to canada a lot the culture's weird it's very different it's northern the more northern you get the weirder you get you know yeah and every single episode of this true crime podcast features something about a tim hortons and uh I just like the Canadian accents. So, but also like some of the stuff because it's a true crime podcast. Some of the stuff is like really upsetting and bothers me, and I get really bothered by it. But then someone will be, say like, "So you went out in a boat, eh?" And then it's like, <laughs> "That's funny, but this is horrible." <laughs> it is. It's so weird because I'm listening to a Canadian podcast right now called White Hot Hate, and it's about like white nationalism and stuff. But it's all in Canada, and I'm just like, "This is." How, why does this exist in Canada? Oh yeah, there's a lot of that in Canada. Um, Canada has has a lot of crime too, a lot of really horrible serial killers. Not a good look, but no. I mean, we can't talk here no. in America. God. Well, listening to this podcast, I think we can a little. 
<laughs> Still the reigning champ for gun violence, the United <laughs> States of America. <laughs> yeah, so Canadian. I'm here to plug Canadian podcasts. Uh, we like our uh, neighbors to the north. America's hat. Good on yep. you. So I have uh, the only thing I've watched is uh, like an episode or two of, of Inventing Anna with Aaron. I have it, uh, and it's still it's still good. But have um, you watched anything? What we done had watched this past week. I watched a couple things. I started watching season two of Space Force, uh, the the Steve Carell show Space Force on Netflix. Yeah, any better? Yeah, it's a lot better than season one. It's still not like the best show of all time or anything, but I, it is a good. Uh, dinner time show so like when we eat and we just have it on while we eat it's it's that it's good for that and i i like the characters enough and because i like the actors in most cases yeah that it, it suits that need like tawny newsome is in it and i just love tawny newsome so i'd i'd watch it even if it was still bad i'd watch it with her because hmm. she's not really in much else she's in star trek lower decks she's the voice of the main character but like i know her from chicago improv stuff that's pretty niche Mm-hmm. I, oh, I see. I see. You watched something else on here. Oh yeah, uh, I watched this little indie project that uh, people have never heard of. It's called Halo. Ha- Halo. Halo. Yeah. So ha- Halo is a is sci-fi series on Paramount Plus that's based on some sort of video game, which seems strange to me because like video games are like Pong, and there's not really any storylines to video games, right? It's it's just it's 1978. Uh, all we got's uh, you know Nolan Bushnell games. Yeah, so I did watch the Halo. Uh, I watched the Halo, and the volume keeps changing on my recording thing, and I really hate it. Like I really hate that it keeps changing this. Delete it like I did the Wendy's app. It, it's audacity. Does yours do this? Uh, I think it's the Windows setting. I think Windows does it. I don't think Audacity does it. Why does Windows do it? Uh, it's dynamic <laughs> it's not dynamic it's making my voice too quiet so anyway i'll just try and deal with it um i watched halo i enjoyed the first episode i don't i want to start this off and say i don't know anything about like i played halo 1 22 years ago <laughs> i don't have any attachment to it or the canon uh i liked i liked it i liked it when i played it and i know that there's sort of like a rich backstory and like a bunch of novels and all this lore that people like with halo like it's it's a very beloved game uh i i know that this strays from a lot of that lore and or not maybe not the lore so much as the canon it's not it doesn't follow the the plot of the game so if i was someone who is a real big halo fan and wanted a direct adaptation of the games I would probably not be super into this because it doesn't seem like it is doing that very well. Uh, and and frankly, that's, you know, I would find that to be a justifiable opinion. If someone was, like, big into the games and they didn't like this, I would be like, that's fair to me. I just wonder, like, so I know they make, they have Halo books, sort of like Star Wars EU. And I know a lot of people like those books. So I don't know, are they, I wonder if they're going to take, like, elements from the books or you know the the extended lore like like hey maybe reach is in the show or, reach or is in like the that. show okay yeah so it's like they they, they have these elements See, i'm cool and again because we're not married to the 
story or whatever. I don't. I really don't care. But if you have the characters, the places, the suits, the ships, the the different factions or whatever, that's really all I need. I don't. I don't. To me, Halo Cannon is not anything special. So just give me the stuff. And I'm fine with that. Now, this might make a lot of people mad if you're a super fan, but you know, we're we're all coming at at different angles. So yeah, if you will, if you just want the stuff, then I think you'll be happy with it so far. The CGI is pretty good, except for so far a couple times when people are jumping. CGI is har- apparently hard to do for jumping because that's one of the things that's always bad. So does it look like Toy Story when they jump in Toy Story? Yeah, there's a, there's one scene where Master Chief jumps on like a jeep, and I went gahoo because <laughs> it was not good. But then like the elites look really good, like the Covenant elites. So, hmm. yeah, it's a uh, it's a mixed bag of 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 mostly good special effects. Like most of it is good. The storyline so far is cool. Like I like it, and it's it's not based really on the games. Uh, and also the the people who worked on it did something kind of stupid in my opinion where they were talking kind of proudly about how they didn't even look at the games and it's like that's going to alienate a large chunk of your literal target demo yeah and it's condescending and you shouldn't do that uh because those are the people who are who are going literally your target demo like the people that you want to attract and you're you're condescending to them so don't do that uh, that goes across the board to all people who work on adaptations of things is you can't condescend to the main people that you're trying to attract because the handful of people like me and Ben who don't care about the canon are infinitesimal compared yeah. to those people that you're trying to get. So like, don't just don't do that. Just don't do it. I don't care about your, I think they do it because it's like, we wanted to put our own stamp on this. No one wants to hear that. Like, keep that to yourself, you know? Like no one wants to hear that in any medium that's a franchise. No. And your chief evangelists are gonna be those super fans. Right. And you're gonna come out of the if you come out against them, it doesn't work. It never works. No. I, I try to put this in perspective and this will help you too. If they made a Mass Effect movie or a series. So but but in Mass Effect's kind of a different case because I actually don't care about that story because they ruined it and so if they deviated from it i'd be like that's fine just get the characters right you know what i mean i i kind of know what you mean and i agree in ways where i like if they change the ending i would be happy but also any any minor deviation from a choice that i made will enrage me so if it was a, if they made a mass effect story about shepherd i wouldn't even watch it and and i know other people would and that's fine for them, but if they, if like Amazon has been talking about making a Mass Effect series, and if they do, and it's about Shepard, and it's like the Reaper storyline, I'm not going to watch it because it's going to use the either it'll use some new thing that is not my canon playthrough because I play the same playthrough every time, or they'll use the Bioware official canon, which I hate. You hate the Bioware official canon. Yeah, the choices. The if you start Mass Effect three and use the the uh the canon choices that it makes for you like there's ones that are pre-selected as the the main like the ones that are always the same so like if you start max effect 3 rex will be dead from mass effect 1 like he doesn't survive on vermeer which to me that means you 
Shepard's an idiot because it's really, really easy to save Rex in Mass Effect 1. Playing, like, if you play Mass Effect 2 without Rex, it feels like they're just covering for it with a character who, like, Reeve, his replacement, his brother, is a nothing character. So, and for that to be the default storyline, if you just start a character in Mass Effect 2 without making choices, to be the Bioware canon, it's stupid and I hate it. So, I'm not interested in a Mass Effect uh, series existing at all if it's about Shepard. Now, if they wanted to make it about something else, and they did an episode about Shepard that was like that Rashomon episode of Batman, the animated series, where the, the guys are talking about Batman and they have three different stories about the same event, but they're all different, that would be cool. Uh, but they won't do that. They'll just do some stupid Amazon version about Shepard and it won't be my canon because it'll be the Bioware canon or some third thing. What if they did First Contact War? I That's not that interesting to me because uh, it's the First Contact War to the humans, but to the Turians it's the Relay 314 incident because it was such a small thing. So it just doesn't. I already know about that. I don't want to. I don't need a whole thing about that. It's just it, I don't want. I don't want it. I guess is what I'm saying. No, no. I'm about to say yeah. You, you got a very specific opinion when it comes to Mass Effect. So anyway, that's why I say if if you're like a Halo fan and you don't like this, I understand. And if it gets canceled because of the way they're doing it, so so far away from the canon, but also that stupid thing they said about not uh even looking at the games i would also not be surprised yeah well let's just see i wonder i wonder how the the uh the reception will be and i wonder how the um the the numbers like the watch numbers will be especially with it being on paramount plus i gotta say i did enjoy it like i liked it it sounds like i'm ragging on it but i'm just ragging on the way they marketed so far well, I'll have to... Uh, it's, not all the episodes are out. They're doing it like week at a time or something? Yeah, there's only one episode so far. Okay. I'll probably just wait to, till they all come out and then and then get Paramount Plus. Yeah, I think that's probably the smart way to do it. Because you're not going to need Paramount Plus from much else. Nah. Nah. Uh, Alright, so we don't really... We don't have any, we don't have any news. Um, and we didn't come up with the questions times, guys. This is... I, I have literally done nothing but work this week. I let me you know what my day how my day goes? I go to work, come home, take care of the kiddos, and I get in the bed. That's extremely close to what mine has been because I have been having to work extra because we're like really overloaded. So I work for nine, ten hours, uh then I walk the dog and eat dinner. I walk the dog <laughs> again and then I go to bed. And yet, somehow, you have managed to find an Adele Dezine for the new new. New new new. New new. New new trailers. Uh, Nick, I commend you for finding all these. I, I did not add a single trailer on this week. I added them all today because it was a very busy week for both of us. Uh, two of them I got off of like my personal... Uh, feed of things just like mystery science theater 3000 has a new one that's our first one this week and i got that from an email i got from the kickstarter that i did (laughs) uh so anyway let's just start with that mystery science theater season 13 yeah the the first trailer so this is 
I'm first of all, I'm I'm glad this exists because I know a lot of people really love Mystery Science Theater 3000. I'm not personally a fan, uh, but I'm glad it exists. Yeah, it's a uh, it's kind of one of the pillars of my personality. Like I've watched it since I was a little kid because it started in 1988, and I've watched it my entire life pretty much. Even when I was a little kid, I didn't get the jokes. I still liked the premise, and I liked the bad old movies. Um, my entire sense of humor was kind of from this. And the fact that they, they keep bringing it back. They brought it back with a Kickstarter in 2016, which I took part in. And it was great, and I'm in the credits of one of those episodes. It was on Netflix. And then Netflix did a, a season... Uh, 12 by themselves but it was a short season because it was netflix and it wasn't kickstarter and then netflix canceled it uh because they're netflix and they're dumb and we were like the we the misties the mystery science theater fans we're like well actually netflix you don't have the authority to cancel this so we made our own uh 13th season with kickstarter and it broke all the the stretch goals again much like the first time so it instead of being on a dumb old netflix or some other third-party streaming service uh the mystery science theater guys just made their own app called the gizmoplex and they're putting all the classic episodes on there and uh they're like doing these live streams for the new episodes so like i watched season 13 episode one like a pre-cut version of it they did a couple weeks ago i talked about it then it was it was that luchador dracula movie which was hilarious and uh it's great and i love it and mystery science theater is one of my favorite things and one time i went to a live show because they do live shows for mystery science theater and joel hodgson the creator of mystery science theater uh came out and had me do a bit with him and it was the best thing that ever happened to me (laughs) it was the best thing that ever happened to Nick. Well, he's literally like one of the architects of my entire personality. Like, I'm a I'm a combination of Mystery Science Theater and like Calvin and Hobbes and and Hellboy. I'm thinking about that. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. And Cheers. And Cheers, folks. Well, I, I'm happy for you, Nick. I really am. And you got you get you get more of this thing that you love. Thank you. Uh, next up, we've got a trailer for Close Enough Season 3. Yeah, so this is an HBO animated series created by J.G. Quintel, who made Regular Show. This is basically just an adult version of Regular Show, and it's great. Uh, this is the third season. It's There's two seasons already. Uh, it I, I, I enjoyed your note here, because you said, not sure what this is about from just the trailer. It's not really about something. It's just like there's a family, and uh, it's a, it's JG Quintel, and then his wife and and the kid, and much like regular show, it, every episode starts out with a really ordinary premise. Like in regular show, it would be like their their job is to cut the lawn today, and then by the end, they've been like sucked into a cosmic like black hole into another dimension where they have to kill like the the robot that invented pac-man or something like that you know it's just like insane it goes completely off the rails it starts off with something completely mundane and and it escalates slowly into the most absurd crazy situation that you could ever imagine and it's really really funny and it's really good 
That is, that's good. I, I was thinking about like relating it like Family Guy also is like not about anything. Yeah, yeah. It's close enough is less about something. It's just they're a family. Uh, they have some friends and, and like uh, a roommate voiced by Jason Manzukas. And uh, uh, Kamiko Glenn is, is their other roommate. And it's very, very funny. Uh, it's like regular show. If you like regular show, you'd like close enough. Okay. It's all very good. Well, I've never seen regular shows, so I don't know if I'd like it. I don't know if it's my type, my sense of humor. I don't know. There's a lot of '80s humor, and because he's like our age, so all of the humor is our age humor. So mm. I think you would probably enjoy it. Okay. If not all of it, you'd enjoy most of it. Uh, all right. Then next up, we got a trailer for The Aviary. Saban. Saban. Okay. Uh, the plot of The Aviary, as told by. The IMDb scribes is two women flee into the New Mexican desert to escape the clutches of an insidious cult. Consumed by fear and paranoia, they can't shake the feeling that they are being followed by its leader. So anyway, this... Malin Ackerman has finally found her way to Saban. This is where she belongs. Where have I seen this woman before? Uh, She was the Silk Spectre in Watchmen. That's where I've seen her. Yeah. That's where I've seen her. Yep, that's that's who she is. She's been in a lot of... Uh, she was in that. That was kind of like the big thing she was in. And then she's been uh, in a lot of like uh, low-budge things or like just like not great things. Uh, I think the most famous thing I can think of besides Watchmen that she was in was she was the bad guy in Rampage. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So, but okay. like, I like her well enough. Like, I have no problem with Malin Ackerman, but I just feel like Saban is a good place for her to be. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the there's only three actors uh, in this trailer, so this led me to believe it was a play movie. Yes, this is guaranteed play movie. Uh, they're just going to be in the desert. There's literally only four people in the cast list on IMDb. So it's yeah. it's these the Malin Ackerman and then generic brown-haired girl that they got at costco and then generic white guy from costco and then there's a a four a third woman who is in the credits who's not in the trailer to my recollection she must be a sacred character that comes out at the end yeah she comes out and she's like we're forming a team (laughs) (laughs) the saban avengers yes uh, a team of people with specialized skills people with skills (laughs) skills so generic so generic, you couldn't have sold them at Sam's, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we're going to miss the aviary. Sorry. Well, it won't, it won't exist. It's a Saban movie. That's true. It doesn't even exist. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, what else I'm going to miss. This next one uh, that's a trailer for Where the Crawdads Sing. And before you even before you even give us the IMDb scribes description of this, I want to say that this is this movie is full of crimes. Okay, crimes against people from the southeastern United States of America, folks. These are these accents are a crime. These people should be in jail. Uh, I don't know what sort of southern accent school they went to, but close the school down. Well, I believe the southern that they are is Africa because this takes place in Africa and not the south. What? <laughs> I know there is a there is a uh, a southern accent element to it. It's just 
It says the IMDb plot is a woman who raised herself in the marshes of the Deep South. So that, there's your southern woman, the main character. Becomes a suspect in the murder of a man she was once involved with. But it's about the murder of a man in Africa. Like, they're like... It's a poacher who gets... Uh, this book came out in 2018, and I remember everyone being obsessed with it. And I know from my life... It doesn't say on the IMDb. I know from my life that it's about South Africa or something. Let me look it up. The, the word yonder is in this... Unironically is used in this trailer. And it's it's like... Who wrote this? Now, and Reese Witherspoon is attached to this. Reese, you should know better. Isn't Reese from like Georgia or Kentucky or something? Yeah, I think she is from somewhere. Now I, I'm, we're gonna find out. We're, we're gonna find this out right now. Where was Reese Witherspoon from? New Orleans. She grew up in Nashville. Reese should know better. Reese, you 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 grew up in Nashville. You know what Southern accents sound like. You should you, like when you hear these actors, you go, oh yeah, that's good. That's yeah, keep that. Go with that. Come on. All right. Okay, never mind. I don't see anything about Africa. <laughs> All that stuff I said about Africa? No, Wait, that's wrong. You... This is just the South. I, I read something about Africa before. I don't see that anywhere here were now. Were you reading things from an alternate dimension? Maybe. Crawl, crawl dads? Where the crawl dads sing? Do they, why, why does it say they sing? Do they make any noise? No. They're 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 mini lobsters. They're freshwater <laughs> lobsters. Okay, it's a crayfish. Nobody calls them crayfish. You call, they're, they're called they're really nobody calls them crawdads. I mean, unless you're like seventy years old, like we call them crawfish. It's 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 a crawfish boil. We have crawfish boils. We don't do crawdad boils. There's no such thing as a crawdad boil. They're crayfish up here. These are all British people being southern guys. We we have got to stop this. Okay. We gotta stop this. We I know Brits don't necessarily like it when Americans do their Brit. Like everybody makes fun. Look, everybody makes fun of uh, Moon Knight uh, of a uh, uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Everybody talking about Oscar Isaac. Oh, the terrible! Nobody talks about this. How terrible this is. And and how about when British actors try to do Southern accents, they just they can't do it. Okay, but here's the thing: is is the character that in Moon Knight is not. Like, the British character is one of his, like, fake identities. Like, one of his disassociative identity, you know, multiple personalities. So it's not really British even. So that is a perfectly explainable uh, route to that. Okay. Because Mark Spector is American. The, he's the main, the original person that is Moon Knight. Um, I found the Africa thing. So I'm not completely insane. Oh, okay. Uh, it's right. It's based on a real life murder in Africa, and it was like a di- that was in this person's family, the author, in her family history, and the book is adapted based on that story. So I don't really know. It's a very famous book. I remember people talking about it in 2018. They're making a movie of it. I won't see this out of out of principle because I don't want to listen to people try to do southern accents for two hours uh, poorly. Try try very poorly. No thanks. Also, there's a micro trailer at the beginning of this, so this already like it started out on the wrong foot with me. I was really just surprised that Emma Stone wasn't in it. It seemed like a thing <laughs> she would be in. Maybe so. Emma Stone. Uh, I wonder if she can do a Southern accent at all. She usually just does her own voice. Yeah. Where is she from? She's probably from California. Probably. Yeah. 
Yeah, she got that neutral accent. All right, next up, we got a trailer number two for the for something called Men, and this is the first time I'm seeing it, so I obviously missed trailer one. Unless we did it and we just don't remember. Uh, this is an A24 movie. The uh, the description of which is a young woman goes on solo vacation on, to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband, and the woman is. Uh, played by Jesse Buckley from Fargo season four, which is the only thing I know her from. She was the nurse in Fargo season four. It also stars Rory Kinnear, uh, Papa Estidu, and Gail Rankin. And it was directed and written by our boy Alex Garland. If if his name never popped up in this trailer, I'd be like, well, here's another horror movie I don't want to see. But when his name popped up. I became instantly very interested, it, but but I will say the only reason I'm going to see this is because he's doing it. Yeah, there will be layers there that may not be there in the hands of a lesser writer and director. Yeah. So I am interested still, even though it's not my type of movie at all. Uh, but I know Al- I know what Alex Garland's capable of, and I've yet to see him do anything poorly. So I- I'm in. Yeah, the my least favorite I think thing by Alex Garland is still something that I like a lot, which is Sunshine. You ever see Sunshine? No. Oh, it's good. It's a it's really weird. It's just it's so weird, and it takes it changes tone so dramatically, like towards the end, that it's a little jarring to watch, but it's still a good movie. It's okay. got Chris Evans in it. Oh, interesting. Uh, is this coming out on something streaming? Uh, no, it's coming out in the theaters, okay. and uh, it's coming out May twentieth. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So then, next we have a trailer for Hard Sell. This is coming to Netflix uh, on April twelfth, and it stars Catherine Tate, who is one of my favorite humans. Uh, Catherine Tate. If you're like a nerd person listening to this, you may know Catherine Tate as Donna from Doctor Who, who was probably the best companion on Doctor Who, uh, arguably in top three for sure. And she's great. She's hilarious. She was and in The Office. Yeah, the she was office. on The Office. Uh, yeah, she was one of the replacements, I think, for Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's great. I love her. This is like a weird British sitcom about prisons in the in sort of that patented british mockumentary style yeah a, a women's prison yeah so Catherine tate's hilarious uh based on that alone i'll probably check this out on netflix because of the low barrier to entry entry and Catherine tate yeah it's, it's very very british very it's, british it's one of the most british things i've ever encountered yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably miss this one, but if like you tell me it's super funny and you'd probably think it's funny, then I would check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll be the one who checks this out. Check it to check it to check. I'll check it out. Uh, all right, so next we have a trailer for Killing It. And I actually really like the premise of this. Do you have the premise pulled up? Yeah, so this is uh, one we had a teaser trailer for this, like a two months ago maybe and we were like we we're gonna keep our eye on this because we like the cast but the we couldn't figure out what was going on mm. from the tr- a teaser trailer yeah but this stars, I, I remember this yeah this stars craig robinson the the description is only class capitalism and one man's quest to achieve the american dream on imdb 
But as we saw from this trailer, it's really about Craig Robinson and uh, Claudio Dirty from uh, Love on Netflix going around and there's like they have to kill snakes and get paid for it because there's like too many snakes in this area. Yeah, it's so like this a is, cull. Well, this is a really this is a real thing. So invasive species of snakes like uh, uh, pythons, like Burmese pythons. Uh, they don't have any natural predators in the the Everglades of like Florida, and so they're yeah. overpopulating. And and so there is rewards for you know killing them and bringing them in, and uh, and this is sort of like yeah trying to get rich or the American dream or whatever by doing this, uh-huh. which I think is a fantastic premise. I you know it's original and sounds fun. It's original. It, well, in in so far as uh, a live action because there's a simpsons episode about whacking day where all the the people of springfield try and kill all the snakes in the town and uh bart and lisa are trying to stop it from being a holiday you know so it reminds me of of simpsons whacking day but the cast the cast alone was enough for me to like be into this because like craig robinson is hilarious i love craig robinson uh, it's made by the people who made Brooklyn Nine Nine. Craig Robinson oh. was one of the best like guest stars on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Claudio Darity was like my favorite character in Love on Netflix. Uh, who else was in here? I think I saw Darcy Carden in the trailer for like a second, and there's probably like a bunch of guest stars and hilarious people. But it looks really funny. Yeah, I think I'll probably watch this because this was is this Netflix too? Peacock. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Peacock. I still haven't got Peacock because I can watch IndyCar on YouTube TV on NBC. So I don't have Peacock yet, but I'm gonna need it eventually for when Adventure Time is a cartoon on there. So I'm I'm gonna watch this at some point. Yeah. There's another show I want to watch from Mike Schur on there too. Okay, so there may be a reason to get it here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a, a trailer for Roar. Yeah, so this is from some people who made Glow. Um, An insightful, poignant, and sometimes hilarious uh, portrait of what it means to be a woman today featuring a unique blend of magical realism, familiar domestic and professional scenarios, and futuristic worlds. I know I mispronounced poignant there at the top, but I, I wasn't expecting it to come up in in the description, and it caught me by surprise. Yeah, thought you ate it. When poignant comes up on you like that, sneaks up on you, unexpected like. Yeah, when poignant sneaks up on me. Yeah. That happens to me sometimes. You know, ain't this show, hey, this show right here, Raw, ain't it just Black Mirror without the tech angle? It it does, well, I don't know if it's necessarily all bad stuff, like Black Mirror is all bad stuff, but, uh... I kind of want that to be the, the the episode title. Black Mirror is kind of just all bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think it is. I I admittedly, I've only ever seen one episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't know. But this, uh, I really like Glow. And if like the people from Glow are working on stuff, I just wish it was more Glow. And I'm really mad at Netflix for canceling it. Because there was no resolution at the end. There's like one episode of this with Nicole Kidman in it, and one episode has Betty Gilpin from Glow, and one has Allison Brie. I might just watch the Allison Brie episode and see if it's good, because like Allison Brie's the best. Hopefully, it'll be a good episode, and it won't be like the the first episode of Black Mirror, like the very first episode where you watch and you're like, oh, I don't like this show; it's terrible. Well, I never seen it, so 
Well, don't. Don't watch that first episode of season one. That's the best advice you can give when it comes to Black Mirror. Just skip it. I only saw the episode with Haley Atwell and Donald Gleason. Well, which one was that? Oh, what happened in it? Someone was like a a robot clone or something. I don't know. I watched it because our sister podcast, Seeing Double Podcast, Steph and Brad did an episode on the, on it, and I, I watched it to listen to the episode. I don't remember what it was about. It had Haley Atwell in it, though. Ah, you you would you need to watch the the Star Trek one with. Uh, um... Oh, I know about that one too, because that one has uh, uh, it has Meth Damon from Breaking Bad in it. Yeah, uh, Jesse Plemons. Well, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd love that episode. Uh, I still think White Bear is the best episode, man. That's just a mind bender. It's awesome. Well, I just never got to it. It started in like. 2016 or something and i wasn't in the mood for watching dark things in 2016 yeah 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 i get that i get it yeah dude, go go watch white bear though man it's man that that's the one that's uh the one maybe watch. i'll get around to it at some point hey maybe okay it ain't going uh-huh. nowhere it's, it really isn't uh next up we've got uh, another british thing this is called a very british scandal with uh, with old claire foy in it the queen yeah, Claire Foy, she was Neil Armstrong's wife in First Man. Was she really? Yep, with with Ryan Gosling, which ah. is where I know her from. Well, she's great. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Paul Bettany's great. He's also in this. I This yep. is apparently a series. I've never heard of it before, a very British scandal. It's the story of events surrounding the notorious divorce of the Duke and Duchess of Argyll during the 1960s. You know that old divorce they had? Oh, yeah, that uh, that old thing. I never heard of that. I don't know anything about the British monarchy, so never heard of it. Yeah, uh, but if you like that stuff and you like Claire Foy and Paul Bettany, here you go. I do like Paul Bettany. I do. I won't watch it for these people, but if Aaron wants to watch it, then that will be the way that I watch this. If I want a good dose of Paul Bettany, I'll watch Master and Commander, where he's playing Stephen Maturin. And you know that's right. Yeah. Speaking of, we got to get our costumes for Dragon Con. Yeah, yeah, I know. We got to get on that. Because they ship from, uh, I think, Britain. Well, I'm going to just go rob Adam Savage because he has like a perfect replica of uh, Lucky Jack's costume from Master and Commander. Oh, dang. I didn't know that. Yep. I do know that we're here at the number 10 trailer, which is for something called New Gold Mountain. 1857, the charismatic headman of the Chinese mining camp struggles to maintain the fragile harmony between Chinese and European diggers when a murdered European woman is discovered to have links to the Chinese community. This is about the Australian gold rush, a thing that does not get a lot of movies made about it. I didn't know that was something that happened in history in real life. Yeah, that's because there's not any movies about it. But now there is, and it's got Alyssa Sutherland in it. And boy, is she difficult to look at. I know, right? She was Oslog in Vikings. If, That's if where I know her from. Uh, she was a model before she was an actress. Yeah, she looks like a, a slashy, an actor slash model. Yep, yep. Do you, she, she looks a little bit different uh, than most Australian actresses, but she still looks Australian. She does look Australian. She doesn't look... She, she must have butted off of a different tree than the ones that all look like nicole kidman because there's like an army of nicole kidman women from australia you know yeah sam weaving looks like nicole kidman 
uh, Rachel Taylor, um, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Uh, there's like ten other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I won't watch this. I'm not gonna watch this. I probably won't. It looks good though. I yeah, just it does don't look know good. Where it'll be? Probably won't exist. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to the next trailer called Wild Abandoned. This is a Turkish movie. Yeah, so in the haze of a midlife crisis, an architect begins living a double life as a punk while members of his family lead their own crisis-ridden lives. Uh, This is a Turkish movie about a guy who starts dressing as the chameleon from Animal Crossing who buys bugs from you (laughs) once a week. Uh, he looks like a character from Skate or Die, the video game from Nintendo Entertainment System. He looks like a bad guy from Back to the Future 2. Yeah. He looks like he would menace Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> Very classic uh, classic punk look. Uh, the, here's what's weird. The description on this said it was a comedy, but boy, the tone of this trailer did not convey that at all. No, I really was just waiting for Ed 209 to come and start shooting people. <laughs> uh, everyone looked like a RoboCop villain in this. Yes. <laughs> everyone um, did look like a RoboCop villain. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, this is a p- Turkish movie about punks. Is He really is dressed like the chameleon that buys bugs from you in Animal Crossing. Uh, I don't want to watch this. It looks bad, but I did want to make yeah. a bunch of jokes about it. The, I tell you what it did make me it, it did make me want to want them to make a skater die movie from the, that was set in the 80s I think that'd be fun yeah that would be good who would uh who would you put in that I have no idea I would want in some capacity for Paul Rudd to be in there so he can do his weird little synth guitar thing that he does <laughs> is that little keyboard thing the keytar yeah I want the I want it to be like to look like um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like that film grain, or like oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that's what I want. That's what that's the look I'd want it to have. Put Elias Kateas in there somewhere too. Casey Jones, yeah. heck yeah, and have a bunch of '80s props, you know, for sure. Do you remember? Have we talked about this? How when I was a kid uh, in Flight of the Navigator, when they give him his own room at the NASA compound, it has all those toys in it, and I was just like, put me in that room right now. And because I want all those toys and I also want Sarah Jessica Parker to flirt with me. That's like, that's what I want. Also, uh, I liked in that one, there was all those weird little alien creatures on the ship. Yep. That's a good movie. I love that movie. It's a good movie. It is. Uh, All right. So let's talk about this Adele DeZinth trailer uh, for something called The Ravine. When an unspeakable crime rocks a peaceful community, family and friends are left to wonder if they overlooked the murderer among them or if there might be more to the story, inspired by true events. This stars Eric Dane, who Grey's Anatomy watchers may know as uh, McSteamy from back in the day, although he's aged, uh, and that show is still on, and he looks like 100 years older than he was when he was on that show. He has aged considerably. Yeah, but like to think that that show he looks like literally like 40 years older than he was in Grey's Anatomy. To think that that show is still on and he's been like they killed him off a million years ago. It's still on. 
They're still making it? It's still on. Do you think Ellen Pompeo just, just like, please let me die? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like you get in some... Some people might get in this rhythm of working and it's just like, hey, it's a steady paycheck and it's fun and, you know, I don't have to do anything except act. I mean, you know, it might be kind of a nice gig. I watched five and a half years of Grey's Anatomy. Out of the, like, 30 that it's been on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think shows should be more than five seasons. No, we 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 are all about the five season rule here. Yeah, it's the the five the season the five season initiative. That's our yeah, thing. Yeah, that's it. But uh, Grey's Anatomy and Grey's Anatomy was never like good. It was super dramatic, but I I enjoyed it because I as a mystery science theater person I enjoy stupid things and Grey's Anatomy is tremendously stupid. <laughs> I've never seen a single episode. It's never so. Seen- it's so dramatic that it's really deeply funny. Huh. I will never probably I'll probably never check it out. The this uh I will say though this this uh trailer for The Ravine was terribly cut. Just confusing and just seemed thrown together, no direction, terrible. I couldn't tell what it was about. The only thing that yeah. I got was it reminded me of the movie Derailed starring Clive Owen and Jennifer Aniston from like 2005 maybe do you, do you think jennifer aniston has a joker chin like that like like from the comics you know how joker's chin in the comics is like real long well now <laughs> <laughs> now oh, you can't not, unsee it that's it that's it she's the joker now you get pull up a, let's google google it with me google jennifer aniston good um, lord <laughs> Well, she's ruined for me. Yeah, she's got the Joker chin. Well, it turns into one slowly over time. Because I'm looking at her from like old friends. She doesn't have it so much. But now. But now, you see it. Yeah. Her face was rounder when she was on Friends. Yeah. One of the funniest things about Murderville, the uh, improv Will Arnett cop show on Netflix, is that his partner who died was randomly just a photo of Jennifer Aniston on the wall, and she's never in the actual show. Old Jenny A. All right, well, that does it for the, the new, new trailers, folks. And uh, several people wrote in to be the trailer mailers. You've got mail. Yes, so last week we had a questions time sponsored by Kefsper Mattresses, and the question was, do you prefer cinematic or gameplay trailers for video games? Indeed, Kevin said, I know logically I should say gameplay since that's where the bulk of my time is spent with the game, but dang, if it's a good cinematic trailer, doesn't get... Let me try that again. But dang, if a good cinematic trailer doesn't get me stoked for a title. I especially dig it if it's for something I wouldn't normally play, just so I can have a concise visual snack. A snack. An example, he says, would be Star Wars The Old Republic, Knights of the Fallen Empire. Yeah, that's an MMO that like I would never play, but I did enjoy the watching the trailer for that as well. So he, I got, I, I'm on board with that. Uh, Derek texted me, and he didn't know that this would end up on here probably. But he said, I was going to write in for questions times, but you and I already have the same exact opinion on video game trailers. One or two good cinematic trailers followed by a solid gameplay trailer, and then that's enough. So he just agreed with me. Yeah. And I and I still think that's a good approach as well. Yep. Mark said, I like a mix. 
the Halo Infinite trailer is a great example. Sometimes a cinematic, a cinematic trailer is all I want if I already know I want to play the game. To use a Halo example again, the Halo 3 and Halo 5 trailers are both cinematic and they're awesome. Missy said, I prefer cinematic trailers, but then I need the cutscenes to match the level of the cinematic, so games better be careful about promising me story visuals they can't match. Oh, but also there is a third kind of trailer, a rare trailer, the live-action video game trailer. Very good for hype. Destiny has done live-action, and I think Resident Evil has too. I like these. The, yeah. the Destiny ones were done really well. Those were very good. Uh, there's been a few of those, but she's right, that is very rare, because I can only think of like the weird old super smash brothers one and like yeah it's rare there's a few of them but she's right those are good too did you ever play the ea game black uh no you know, you probably didn't it was a first person shooter but they the the cut scenes in that game were cinematic they were real they were at with actors um that was done fairly decently however uh need for speed the game need for speed that came out a few years ago had um had actors in it. It was so cheesy. I had the girl that played. She was on Game of Thrones. She was called like the Knife or something like that. Or the what's the girl that was she called the Knife? Do I have, why, why am I thinking she was called the Knife? I don't know. No Game of Thrones girl called the Knife. Uh, she she was when when the in the Faceless Men bit. She was in the Faceless Men with the uh, youngest daughter of Stark. Arya. Arya. Yeah, I remember she fought Arya, and like I think Arya killed her, the young girl. Oh yeah, okay. I don't remember her name, but I know. Yeah, wait, she, what was the name? Mac the Knife or something? Yeah. Is it the the Waif? Is she the Waif? The Waif. Yeah, the Waif, not the Knife. The Waif. I don't remember much of Game of Thrones. Well, this girl, the girl that plays the Waif, is in this. Uh, is in is in Need for Speed, and it's it doesn't it's not good. doesn't sound good it's not sheila sheila says i'd like a mix but if i have to pick one it's going to be gameplay yeah i feel like if you have to pick just one it's maybe better to see how the game works because then you know if you want to play it because like i'm really picky with game types can't be no first person shooter i don't want to unless it's perfect dark i'll make an exception for perfect dark perfect dark so good Love perfect. Uh, the dark. pause music, the pause music on on a golden eye though, so good. I want the new perfect dark to not have any hiccups and come out, because they announced they were making a new one, and I haven't heard anything since then. Um, you know my, I think perfect dark is probably my favorite rare game, but you know it's my second favorite rare game. It's not golden eye. Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. Oh yeah, I sh- I knew that. If I had known that was a rare game, I'd have known that was the answer. Yep. If you want to know the answer, you can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, or you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. But this is a kind of a, a non-interactive episode because we were very busy, <laughs> and this is a, a kind of a weird episode uh, with a weird energy. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Trailer underscore Blazers if you want a weird energy. Don't try and contact us there. We don't use Twitter. Uh, well, Ben uses it, but I don't. And we don't check the notifications. If you want to be generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens. Yeah, folks, I'm, let me tell you what's going to happen. Some, some of these folks are in these movie films, and they're uh, talking about crawfish. And I bet you these folks ain't even ever ate one of them crawfish. 
and they calling them crawdads. I mean, if like old people in the South call it that. I know Ben was talking about that earlier. But look, these people—I don't even think they've been to a crawfish boil. You know, I bet Reese Witherspoon has. But I just—I just, I just kind of made me sick. Let me just tell you, this this grinds my gears. Look, if you're gonna make a movie set in the South, do it right. Get Southern actors. That's all God did do. Why, why are we hiring British people? There's people in the South that can act. And Kaiser, do you remember seeing that movie, Million Dollar Baby? Sure you ever seen that movie? Hillary Swank. That's Hillary Swank in there. It was Hillary Swank's mom in that movie. Excellent Southern accent. And that fella that played that in that movie about the bombings at the Olympic Games in Atlanta. Richard Jewell, that guy, that fella, that's a good southern accent. There's people that can do it. You just gotta find them. And sometimes you gotta dig a little bit to find the jewels. And even if it's Richard Jewell, that's a say <laughs> You got there in the end. For that, uh, thank you, Quick Mickey, effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I know where the crowdheads sing. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm really looking forward to Whacking Day. Happy Trailsers. Whack. video games one quarter portion of this show folks that we have not match uh oh hey speaking of news or well first of all we haven't played anybody i haven't played any video games you play any video games no we have a piece of news we forgot to talk about in the in the regular part of the show uh several uh sites on the internet are reporting that marvel is is going to make a nova movie they are going to go ahead with a nova movie a movie or a series? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't buy it until I hear it officially. Nick doesn't buy it. I've seen several sites, Nick. Several sites. I saw Deadline say it, and they're one of the more reliable ones, so it's probably true. Richard, you think it's going to be Richard Ryder? Yeah, they got to start with Richard Ryder. They can't just start with Sam. Right, that's like, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I like Nova, and maybe we'll get uh, the Annihilation arc. I just feel like they have the perfect way of starting that if they do a Nova thing is to start with Thanos attacking Xandar. Yep. That's exactly Literally right. the best way to introduce it. Oh, absolutely. 100%. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, as far as video game news goes, it was announced that we we're getting a new Witcher. Yeah. We really only know that they are working on a new title for the Witcher and there's like a pendant covered in snow and they're like, we're making a Witcher. So there's the new Witcher probably i don't think it'll be Geralt. i think he'll probably they'll probably start a new character because the witcher 3 is kind of wraps up that storyline yeah i think it'd be fine i just uh i'll probably play it but they better do a better job than um cyberpunk yeah well the 
Witcher 3 is like the best game and Cyberpunk was garbage. So I think this one will be modeled more like Witcher 3 than it was Cyberpunk. Um, I will say, tell me if you think this... Um, I've been kind of hankering to just go to that world, like just drive around in that Cyberpunk city. Yeah, you, it, you could do that. Not really play the game, just kind of... Just mess around, just just goof around, just goofing, just go in there and start goofing. It's not interactive enough to make that fun enough to do for me. Yeah, that's I can't argue with you there. It's so disappointing. Yeah, it really was. What that's probably waste. the biggest. Dis- it could have. It's the to me the biggest disappointment was this, the main storyline. I didn't even get very good. far in it. It doesn't get any better. It doesn't yeah, get any better. I just didn't like it. I felt yeah. like I was looking in through the window. Yeah, what a disappointment. Sorry if you loved it. Uh, yeah, but I do love The Witcher 3. I think it's the top five games for me. Oh, wow. Okay. Third person, too. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we do have one trailer, one video game trailer, and it's for Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. I was very excited at the prospect of a new Ghostbusters game, and I watched this trailer, and it's a, it's one of those uh, four-on-one uh, asymmetrical team multiplayer games. And while that's a really fun concept, I've never actually had a lot of success playing it, especially because it's really hard to get four people or five people to play a game at the same time that I know. And I'm yeah, one of the people good. that it's hard to get. Like, I'm not unguilty of this yeah don't these days i'm in the bed too early yeah yeah it's uh i'm not familiar with ilphonic ilf ilphonis ilf, what is this Il, whatever hooked on phonics yeah hooked on phonics ilphonics the this the uh the developer that made this they i think they made the predator asymmetrical game too I keep wanting to call it Predator Wild Hunt, but that's Witcher, so... Yep. I don't know. I So I don't know if this is going to be any good. I don't, I'm just not familiar with the developer. I don't... I, I'm just disappointed. I only like single-player games. And and uh, so don't try to play with Nick. He doesn't want to play with you guys. He doesn't want to play with you. It's too much pressure to play with people. I'm still trying to play that round of golf on uh, Tiger Woods. Oh, we'll do that, yeah. That only got delayed because we got the puppy so much earlier than we thought we were going to. Oh, that's right. It's not Tiger Woods. It's PGA Tour, right? Yeah, PGA Tour. Yeah, they don't name stuff after Tiger Woods. His fall from grace. Tiger Woods. Yep. I just don't have any strength to, like, I I haven't, like, hardly watched anything. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Yeah, we're both very tired, and you can tell in this episode. (laughs) Sorry, folks. Uh, the, the sponsors pulled out this episode. That's why there's no ads. <laughs> also, I'm sorry if my audio is bad. I've, my computer keeps changing my stupid microphone settings, and I can't get it to stay the same. So it keeps lowering my volume against my will. I'll try to fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it live. Uh, all right. I got nothing else. You got anything else? Nope. Uh, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I am an asymmetrical team shooter. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and my spirit is unleashed for sure. Happy trousers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I watched this little indie project 
that uh, people have never heard of. It's called Armageddon. 